are listening to an extra shot episode on the Project Zion podcast, a shorter episode that lets you get your Project Zion fix in between our full-length episodes. It might be shorter time-wise, but hopefully not in content. So regardless of the temperature at which you prefer your caffeine, sit back and enjoy this extra shot. I'm Karen Peter, and this is Common Grounds, where we are uh, having conversations about the liturgical or Christian calendar. We've been going through the seasons and holy days of the liturgical calendar, and we've been doing this to help us intentionally live in such a way that the story of Jesus, his birth, life, death, and resurrection can impact us and shape and form our discipleship. Today we're going to be talking about the last Sunday of the liturgical calendar. The liturgical calendar begins with Advent, the four weeks before Christmas, and it goes through the cycle of seasons and holy days and ends up the end of what we've uh, talked about as ordinary time or the time in which we learn the ministry and message of Jesus and what it means to be disciples. And we come to a close of that with a day that is a little bit um, different than some of the other uh, seasons and holy days that we've observed in the sense that it's fairly recent to the liturgical calendar. And it's called Reign of Christ Sunday, or in some traditions, it's referred to as Christ the King Sunday. So what is exactly Christ the King Sunday, and why is it the last Sunday of the cycle of the liturgical calendar? Well, Reign of Christ Sunday is the day in which we observe or recognize that um, Christ is indeed King of creation, King of universe, and that the kingdom of God that Christ professed um, is made real in uh, the, the ministry and message being lived out by God's people. So it came to be in 1925, Pope Pius XI was concerned about what was taking place in Europe with the um, crumbling of empires, the uh, revolutions, um, nations um, overthrowing monarchies and turning to fascism and communism. And Pope Pius XI very much wanted people to understand that regardless of what happens on earth, um, what happens to kingdoms that are built and, and maintained by man, that whatever systems of governance um, are in place, that indeed those are temporary and that it is um, Jesus Christ who is indeed a ruler of the universe. And that was what he wanted to have as the kind of culmination of the liturgical calendar, where we begin in Advent anticipating the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, into the world. And as we go through the calendar, we conclude at the end of that cycle with the realization that Jesus is indeed our hope, our peace, and what we would refer to in traditional sense as a king. 
So as we look at that and look at how different people have talked about this fairly recent observance of a reign of Christ or, or um, Christ the King or reign of Christ Sunday in community of Christ, we haven't included it in our worship helps or in how we have observed the calendar till very uh, recently, either in last year or even perhaps this year. And so it's new to us and kind of what it means. And so when we talk about this particular Sunday, we're talking about uh, not so much in a system of belief, but we're talking about how we're shaped and formed in our spiritual journey and in our discipleship and, and how that is then manifest in how we live our lives. That the kingdom of God, the reign of Christ, is very different than kingdoms of um, human origin or um, powers of human origin. That in the kingdom of God, it is um, the weak, the indigent, the marginalized, the persecuted who are seen as um, the least by by human eyes, that these indeed are God's people, or what Fred Craddock would call kingdom people, that these are God's people, and that God includes these people in God's kingdom. And in some theologies, including liberation theology, it would be that God has a preference for these people, that God has a preference for the poor and the um, oppressed and so when we look at the kingdom of God and try to understand what that means for our discipleship, we're really talking about what does it mean to live in that kind of kingdom? If we live in the reign of Christ, what does that look like? So I wanted to share some comments from some different um, authors. And so first from um, a Benedictine nun by the name of uh, Sister Joan Chittiser that the kingship of Christ is above and beyond any other earthly power, that only Christ can bring liberty, order, harmony, and peace to the world, and that this was the intent of including the reign of Christ Sunday in the liturgical calendar by Pope Pius. There's another book called Numbering My Days by Sinead Hetty, and in this particular text, he too talks about what was happening in Europe and the reason that the reign of Christ Sunday is included in the liturgical calendar. But he goes on to say that the feast is a reminder to the world that Christ, not any other power of our own making, is king of the universe. And any attempt to overthrow this kingdom is simply illusory because Christ reigns forever. So as we live the liturgical calendar and the way that we've talked about as we've been uh, recording Common Grounds and talking about the different holy days and seasons of the Christian year, when we look at Reign of Christ Sunday as, as we observe it, we recognize that our first allegiance is to Jesus Christ. And only um, after we recognize that do political and social and economic allegiances come into their proper perspective? When we live the Christian calendar and observe the seasons and holy days and come to the point of the reign of Christ being made real in our lives, we then come to the point where we are making decisions to serve Jesus Christ, to live as disciples 
in ways that um, influence how we spend our money, how we treat other people, how we engage in political dialogue and in political systems. All of that comes as a result of our allegiance to the reign of Christ. Because living in this way that observes these seasons and holy days shapes and forms us so that we have a better understanding of what it is to model the life of Jesus Christ that we've been living through the liturgical calendar throughout the year. And in that way, and we're shaped and formed um, in this cycle every year where we go from living in this expectation and anticipation of Advent to um, experiencing the joy of the revelation that comes at Epiphany, that the divine being, the love of God is for all people. And we move from that into this period of confession and retrospection and even lament as we go through the season of Lent and Holy Week to then um, live in the joyful realization of God's grace and redemptive mercy at Easter. Whether it's through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit of Pentecost or the discipleship formation that takes place during ordinary time, we live in this cycle every year, gaining strength, gaining knowledge, gaining experience, gaining an understanding of what it means to be a disciple and have allegiance to the reign of Christ as a priority in our life. So what does that mean in community of Christ? We don't talk about <clears throat> reign of Christ. We don't use that terminology very often. So in community of Christ, what does that look like for me as a disciple in this faith community? Well, the reign of Christ is what we might call the, uh, the peaceful kingdom or the uh, traditional term Zion. The reign of Christ is the realization of Zion being made a manifest on earth. In the afterword of the text, In Pursuit of Peace, Community of Christ's Journey, the team of authors share this about Zion. Originally, Zion was to be in one place, in Independence, Missouri, USA. As the church has expanded internationally, how do we interpret Zion now? The peace and justice mission of the church is reinterpreting Zion wherever church members live. Zion is decentralized. The vision of Zion is the same, God's peaceable kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. But now the mission of the church is to support disciples acting to bring about Zion wherever they live. So the reign of Christ, what we know as Zion, that way of living that brings about God's peaceful kingdom, is kind of our um, central idea of what it, what discipleship really is about. And that's one way that the liturgical calendar can really help us in that discipleship formation. As we um, delve deeper into what it means to be a follower of Jesus, committed to this kind of living, this kind of alternative experience on earth. 
because it it causes us to really look again at what is most important to us. What does it mean to live as a disciple and community of Christ? When I live this way with um, Zionic ideas, the, the idea of allegiance to the reign of Christ as a central principle in my life, that I'm also inviting others to live in this alternative reign as well. I'm inviting others to begin to think and choose and act and share based on the priorities and concerns of Christ rather than my own agenda or my own um, issues. If I'm living in this way, where my allegiance is to this other way of being, then I'm also living in such a way that I'm I'm looking at ways to abolish the systems and structures, the the, uh, perceptions and prejudices that allow the destructive cycles of poverty and suffering and abuse to continue to devastate uh, people's lives and futures. When I live with allegiance to Christ as my priority, when I live in this Zionic way, that I'm also choosing to pursue peace in ways that not just include, but go beyond the understanding of the absence of conflict. That means I'm choosing to live my life in ways that um, reconciles broken relationships, that, that carries this idea of peace and healing and wholeness into the world where I live, in my community, and in my neighborhood. And that's, that's different than just thinking and talking and singing about Zion. It's where we have to make those choices that we're going to put this allegiance to the reign of Christ and this alternative way of being in the world, that we're going to put it first. And that's a process that living the liturgical calendar can help us with. So, having learned about uh, Reign of Christ Sunday this year for the first time myself, I mean, really looking at what that means for us in Community of Christ, I found myself to be quite grateful that Um, Pius XI added Reign of Christ Sunday to the liturgical calendar, and I'm really excited that we've included it now in our observance and community of Christ. Because as we come full circle from Advent and through the seasons and through all of ordinary time until this Sunday, and in 2017, it's the Sunday of November 26th, the last Sunday in the Christian calendar year before we begin again. It gives me an opportunity to reflect on my life, my journey of this past Christian calendar cycle, where I am in my discipleship, and how I am choosing to um, to live in the realm of Christ that is the peaceable kingdom, Zion, this day. And my hope is, as you explore what the reign of Christ Sunday can mean in your life, that uh, together and um, as a body of people or as individuals just now exploring what this whole idea of um, 
spiritual formation and, and living as discipleship is all about, that we can look at confessing of those things that challenge our allegiance to Christ, whether it's possessions or status or even at times um, nationalism and community rhetoric. What are those things that challenge our allegiance to Christ? And let's repent of those and begin this new cycle that comes the Sunday after reign of Christ, the first Sunday of Advent, ready to anticipate together the coming of the light of Christ into the world. So with that, we're going to close up this Common Grounds episode with a verse out of Community of Christ Sings from the hymn, Come Now, Sound the Call of Zion. And this is the second verse. Saints with vision of the future need foundation strong and true. As they seek new revelation, God's intent is born anew. Journey forth to high adventure, bringing faith and hope to all. Each investment made in others is response to Zion's call. May you be blessed as we conclude this cycle of the liturgical calendar and begin anew with the first Sunday of Advent. Again, this is Common Grounds. I'm Karen Peter, and I look forward to being with you again, and we'll be sharing with Barbara Kowski about the season of Advent. See you then. Thanks for listening to Project Zion Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or whatever podcast streaming service you use. And while you are there, give us a five-star rating. Project Zion Podcast is sponsored by Latter-day Seeker Ministries of Community of Christ. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are of those speaking and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Latter-day Seeker Ministries or Community of Christ. The music has been graciously provided by Dave Hines. 